All right, you all, you need to come and listen to The Sci-Files. They do have other shows, but The Sci-Files, that's the one you want to hear. We are on the Anchor Media platform, and you can catch us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So again, this is Axel, The Sci-Files. Sunday, 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 The Sci-Files. Subscribe, uh, check us out online. All of our shows are free and available to download, as well as stream. And today we have a special guest, and we try to kind of liven up our show uh, from time to time and bring on some special guests. Um, I found a really cool person here in Portland uh, who is doing some very awesome things. Um, so I'm bringing on uh, Stephanie Newkirk. Uh, she is the owner and operator of Metal Yoga here in Portland. Welcome, Stephanie. Hey. Hey. <laughs> how, how was your week? How was your week then? It's been good. Glad I'm not at work now. <laughs> <laughs> 12 hour days. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Cause it's not just like the, you know, it's not just the, the classes you're doing. It's also like preparation for the next week. Right. Yeah. It's, it's always usually planning things out for the next week, meeting with people, talking with people, um, be doing a bunch of events coming up. Um, I'll be vending at, at a, a few events, Headbangers Con, um, huge, huge, uh, like rock and metal festival, um, at the convention center. I think it's like Lloyd convention center and, uh, I'll have a booth there and, um, yeah, I'll also be at the Arebus bar next month vending as well. I'll be offering a bunch of my services and discounts and goodies and stuff for metal yoga. That's super awesome. Now, one of the things that I've I've been looking into personally, and as our listeners know, myself as well as Stavropocracy, uh, who host our shows, are very portly dudes. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I've been trying to actually get back into the whole workout thing. And I mean, to be honest with you, it's like it's kind of a breath of fresh air to kind of find something that's not you know your typical yoga. Because like if you were to go to like LA Fitness or you were to go to like you know, any, any like membership gym and you're taking a yoga class, you're taking it from like one of these people who's like super duper serious about yoga, you know, like no farting in class, um, you know, it's all about the meditation and everything else. And it's, it's, it's cool, but I don't ever feel like a lot of the workout actually gets done there, you know? It always feels like it's it, it maybe maybe once you get into down dog position and push the rest of the fart out, then, <laughs> then at that point maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, <laughs> so you have to enlighten us. Um, how is your program, the Metal Yoga program, uh, different from anybody else's? That's a very good question. Everything. No, I'll be specific. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I, everything I do is a little bit different. It's all just based on my own perspective. I'm very like an improv person. So I base it on the people come in. Most people come in have never done yoga before. They think it's going to be bullshit, which I don't blame them because before I got into yoga, a friend tried to get me to go and I was like, that's pussy. I don't want to do it. I'll just do push-ups. You yeah, know, like yeah. I, I was like, I don't need that. Then I went and I realized I got my ass kicked. But then I also noticed that learning to breathe just made it a lot, lot better. And I learned a lot about myself that way. Um, but what makes it entirely different is the fact that we move differently. So it's very mobility based. I have disabled people that are able to do it. I have um, people that have been just in general injured, their lifestyle habits. There's some that are like mechanics. They're underneath cars all day. Their shoulders are all stiff. Their backs all stiff. Musicians. We all know the different musicians, you know, you have the guitarists that are hunching over, you have yeah. the drummer with the, the legs and shit, and I also practice drums, so I understand that. And the whole mindset is different. It's based on a lot of balance. So I don't expect you to wear Lululemon pants, wear expensive <laughs> clothes, oh, like on. fucking yoga pants. <laughs> I was going to say, the expensive clothes is where it's at. I think I think that's why a majority of, uh, of, uh, of people... I'm not even going to just out women, but I'm, I should because they're most of the people I see like this. Um, <laughs> but I always see that, like, you know, there's so much really there's a lot of thought that gets put into, like, the outfit, the type of mat they buy, everything. It's like super nuts. And that's actually extremely materialistic, although I've seen a lot of people that are in the yoga world that talk about um how everything we do is ego centered and all that. And it's based on like yoga philosophies, et cetera, et cetera, which I'm, I've had lots of training in, but I don't remember them all per se because it's not really my cup of tea necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a very like real world person. Um, and I approach it that way. So everything is super balanced. Um, I don't expect you to be super straight, be super clean eating, like never eat pizza or have a beer or any yeah. of that stuff. You know, like we all have our our things that we we do that maybe not necessarily like the best things, but I feel like you should be able to enjoy life. And I really enjoy when people are able to express themselves and cuss and shout because we do shout as well. Yeah. And as we discussed earlier, I have them shout, I am a fucking badass. Because I think it's important to be able to say that out loud everything we do is a concept of yoga, but I don't really give it any specific name. It's very much my own perspective and how I've learned it. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone's pretty new um, people have been going, they have done some yoga before, but most of the time they've only done mine. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, and actually I prefer people who have never had any experience because they're very open-minded and they just, want something different, something refreshing that they can get behind yeah. and feel better about and get a good workout. And it does help with anxiety just with the very non-intimidating approach. Yeah, I know when I first started, because um, I started on DDP's YRG program, um, for for those of, uh, of our listeners who are fans of pro wrestling, uh, Diamond Dallas Page actually has his own uh, yoga program. 
And his is kind of funny because this is very fitness orientated. It's uh, he still uses a lot of the breathing techniques and a lot of the uh, physical workout stuff um, from you know typical uh, you know yoga programs. But he also kind of blends in a lot of like uh, different things into it. Um, and I always find it neat because it's like the first time I took an actual, like after I started that program, I took like a regular yoga Pilates class. <laughs> I was the only guy there first off. And, and here I am, you know, this big lumbery dude is like 300 pounds. It just kind of walks into their walks into the place where I got my, my shorts and everything. like, I'm all dressed up for it. And so it's ready to go. And, um, and of course at first, what my first yoga mat, and you, you might laugh at this, was an actual ESD mat from um, from when I used to do electronic repair, and uh, it actually had a big. It was actually originally stretched across the table, and I actually ah. took it off of the table and I just threw it on the floor because it's almost the same material. And actually, yoga mats are anti-static, so yeah. Um, and and so because of that, you know, like I would, you know, I'd just mess around with it, and I always thought it was fun, but I. I don't know. I never got enough out of that, like that first class, and I never went back. <laughs> but and it's all—it's all kind of, you know, the audience, the, like the person you are, the audience you attract, your yeah. the target people. Um, I've been teaching for a long time, and I always did some kind of little like rock or whatever, but I always played it safe because I wanted you know, the yoga world, whatever the fuck that is yeah. to accept it for what it is. And so I always pushed really hard to try and do that. And then a couple years in, I was like, you know, what, what do I do at home? Um, while I practice to all sorts of rock, butt rock, metal, glam metal, power metal, some folk metal, some Viking metal. And so I just decided, why don't I just call it what it is? And multiple people said the same thing. Just call it metal yoga because that's what you do. And, yeah, yeah. and it started that way. And as I've been doing it, I'm definitely, I like getting people involved. I want people to say what they're thinking, not necessarily in like a negative connotation, but I want them to be able to feel like the things they normally wouldn't be able to do in a yoga session, um, shout, cuss, laugh. Yeah. Cause there's some class I've been to where like you said, very, very super meditative and they don't want you to laugh or disrupt people because it's inappropriate. I'm like, fuck that. Inappropriate is all in context. People think that me being blunt and being honest and cussing and being like, I don't give a shit if you feel like you do things perfect, whatever it is. And I've been let go from some places because they felt it was too much or that, you know, my use of curse words would offend people. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that that's it's telling me that I don't need to be there, but also who I need to be. And that's being myself. And, you know, a lot of metalheads are very much into like, fuck you. You don't fucking agree with me. <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And although in context, I do really agree with that. I try not to do that in an aggressive way. So I'm like, yes, this is what I do. And this is what I like too fucking bad you don't like it that's fine yeah. but i'm not going to be rude to them i'm just gonna be like well i guess you don't belong here then you know like it's just just as simple as that now being a fellow musician so i've, I've been playing since i was 15 i'm almost 40 now and um 
I've been playing guitar for a really long time, and I noticed one of the things that, you know, and th this kind of goes out to a lot of the musicians out there that are unsure. Um, it really does help with the tendon, you know, with the tendons in your hands and wrists um, mm -hmm. to kind of help stretch them out in those, uh, you know, different ways. And also for people who have, like, issues with running, the same thing with your feet and legs. Um, yeah. And but I, I do think it's really awesome that you're a drummer in doing this because this gives you this gives you like uh, better timing for how you perform, you know, on, you know, when, when you're actually uh, teaching your class. Because um, yeah. you got to you, you got to imagine like drummers do have like some of the better timing, you know, when it comes to like, you know, um, repetitions and whatnot. And, uh, so for exercise, that must translate really well. I've never even really quite thought of that in correlation to one another. Sorry about that. It's the cat in the window. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so with drumming and timing and, and teaching, I have noticed that it just naturally, as we progress, I usually know if we're half or three-fourths the way in for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, also it's allowed me to be much better at when we start and then when we end and being able to make sure. And I noticed that when it's time for me to check and be like, Oh, I think it's probably about time for us to kind of wind it down a little bit. It's usually 10 to 15 minutes before the end. And although I usually try to make a habit of checking just because I don't want people to leave late, um, you know, and of course it does sometimes happen, but it's definitely helped in that sense that, just the natural ability to know when like an elapsed time has happened has gotten much easier because let's face it i try to use music to be like okay well yeah. when it starts to get slow it'll be the end but sometimes depending upon the people that come in they might not be ready to wind down quite yet or maybe they want to wind down when i still have fucking kickstart your heart from out like you're going like <laughs> when that's really supposed to be like still going you know and uh but I just really just based on the people that come in, how people are feeling. Um, I don't really be too much of a stickler, but I have noticed that it's helps in general with where I'm at in class for sure. So, so here's something I, I, I kind of, I was thinking about this as you were talking, especially when it comes to in correlation to music and uh, timing and, you know, like winding down. As far as like music is concerned, do you have like a do you have a specific set playlist that you use for um, for the general workout, or and have you actually thought of maybe incorporating some of your actual drumming into some like you know doing some weird like patterns and stuff to get people to to get people to either do certain uh, things faster or longer or anything like that or. Or maybe even just to help people kind of, um, you know, work through their breathing and stuff, you know, because I can, I know, like, there's some, like, uh, medit some meditative uh, drumming out there that, that's actually kind of soothing, so. That's a good question. Um, I think I had someone, uh, the person who initially wanted to help me learn to drum, um, which was interesting. I actually got into drumming because of uh, a friend who took metal yoga and he wanted to do a trade hmm. and he said well I used to teach students when I was uh for a little while and he went to music school and stuff and 
I won't drop names, but he, he's definitely, uh, many people here in Portland know of him. Um, he is in multiple bands. Um, but he's, he's taught me. And because of metal yoga, I'm now drumming. Oh, Ironically, nice. that's like of a trade. Uh, <laughs> I haven't yet made anything for uh, my own drumming for the class necessarily. He did bring that up as being like a useful tool. Um, I guess I've just kind of gotten distracted with a lot of the things that I'm doing in the next month or two, just preparing for that. Um, I think that would be a good um, suggestion suggestion at some point down the road, um, especially if anyone had any um, interesting ideas that they think would actually help their their uh, experience, practice, you know, however you want to call it. I don't yeah. like calling it a class because yeah. you're not going to in school. But <laughs> yeah. Good old sesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just call it session or experience. Nice. Um, do you ever, uh, like, do you have, or I guess a, a better way to phrase this would be, um, do you have any particular playlists that you like to, or, or that you like to use, or how do you also go about creating some of the playlists for your, uh, for the experiences? Um, I think you, you asked that in the last question, completely went over it. I get distracted really easily. Uh, <laughs> I can go on and on. The, I do have set music lists. I have a Spotify that I encourage people to follow if it's something that you'd like to save later. Perhaps you come in and you're like, man, I really liked that list. You can go through and just kind of see some of the things I have played. Yeah. Um, I usually use uh, the same playlist several times. Um, I don't really... I change. Probably, I probably change, up, change it up every couple weeks. I have several lists up there now. Lots of random stuff. I even have like a random songs list just from songs that I've liked for so, for some reason or another, whether it's to try and drum or an idea for yoga or idea for, say, like tomorrow I'm doing Halloween yoga. Yeah. And I will be creating lists for that, actually. But I do create playlists. Um, and half the time, it's just on my feeling, kind of the music that I've been listening to. Yeah. But also, if somebody does have a suggestion or I, I hear something a couple of times over, you know, or a regular will come in and say, hey, I haven't heard Merciful State. You know, I'd love to hear that <laughs> or something like that. And so I'll, I'll, you know, definitely at some point down the road soon after that include that in. Yeah. And because I want people to enjoy the music. So it's, it's definitely a balance of creating a list that I enjoy and also including things that people, I know that other people will enjoy that come in. So there's B-sides and there's, uh, you know, things that people might have not necessarily all heard. Mm -hmm. Or if you're a diehard fan, you might have heard. And then I also like to include, you know, just some feel-good classics that everyone knows that you've probably heard on the radio, but that are just good feel-good, like butt rock songs or what have you. Um, and I include all kinds of music in it. I do like rock music. I do some butt rock music. Um, I've done, I've used Led Zeppelin before. I like to use Pink Floyd or Deep Purple for some of the more wind down um, start or ending. I've used a little bit of death metal, a little bit of thrash metal. Um, sometimes I'll use some kind of like black death metal in there as well. Yeah. Uh, I like to use a little bit of everything. I think all of it's very useful. Um, 
it just adds a different element. And I like to kind of cover all the bases for everyone. And I like, I want to know everyone's finding something, some song in there that they're like, yeah, yeah, I take that song. (laughs) Yeah, I know. uh, (laughs) I know for me, um, the first, when I first heard about, um, when I first heard about the the program that you're doing, my the first thing I actually thought of was, I wonder if it's all black metal. <laughs> <laughs> like it's got like to be like super weird and you know atmospheric, you know, like you know, like switching it around, switching it around from like you know um, from like uh, like Mortiste. <laughs> like, yeah, it just gets real weird and stuff. Just changes around a lot like th- that was like my first thought was like oh i wonder if it's like i wonder if it's all black metal it's like uh, you know um because i know when i first got into black metal i was like a teenager um i think the first time i heard now a lot of people f- get pissed off when i refer to a cradle of filth as being a black metal band but they kind of <laughs> they kind of used to be and if you're a fan of head and throne then fuck you because then you're a fan of cradle of filth because those are the original guys from cradle of filth so eat it. So, <laughs> um, so, so, and I used to tell people that all the time too. It's like, you like Hecate and Throat? Oh, fuck yeah, they're awesome. Then you like Cradle of Filth because it's the same band. It's the same, <laughs> same members minus three dudes. It's like, same, same exact guys. But, um, but yeah, I used to like, uh, I used to throw that around because like, uh, like Cradle of Filth originally did have like a very black metal sound. Now, obviously, they changed it to more of a, more of a screechy Iron Maiden. <laughs> like in their later years and now i don't even know what to classify them as they're just kind of uh, uh, i've gotten out of them over the years but um when i first started listening to stuff like that it was like um it was bands like them and then um and then like mortise you know obviously i'd heard of him and um emperor (laughs) the other band he was in and uh, mayhem and groups like that and i used to like sit there and kind of like you know in a trance with my yeah. stereo blasting and stuff and just listen to this like really fast and loud music and just ah you know um, soothing i don't yeah. know like it doesn't matter what kind of fast music it is it like almost takes place of like the white noise in your head that yeah, like or the yeah. ringing you get it just i don't know it calms that like buzziness that i feel like is going on mm-hmm. and if you're already like I don't like to use labels and I don't know necessarily if I'm ADD or whatever, but I definitely get distracted by shiny, the shiny object syndrome. I'm always like, Oh, that's cool. I want to do that. That looks, awesome. <laughs> that looks fun. And so I never, it's hard for me to complete anything cause I'm always distracted. So when it's nice, that kind of music actually gets me more focused in its own way. Um, and a lot of people have said how, do you do metal and yoga? That seems contradictory. Um, and I, I do it because that's what soothes me. I just, I've been at so many band practices of all sorts of friends or whatever, and I'm just sitting back having a beer, just like hanging out. Maybe I'm smoking a joint or something. I'm just chilling out, and I actually, it's comforting. Even though it's just loud, you're fucking hearing cymbals, bam, bam, like yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And, uh, I like that more high energy and it's also nice because when you put that into a yoga session, you shout and you're like getting full into it, you can fully relax because I know if you've, if you've ever gone 
I'm sure you've gone to shows. Oh, that's a dumb oh, question. Yeah, but yeah, tons of them. you know, and you leave that show and you're like so pumped, but so fucking tired at the same time. And you're just like, I don't know if I should be sleeping or if I should be running around. I, and that is, I think that's I'm, a feeling a lot of people get. I think I'm more of the run around kind because like usually at shows, especially since I was in my uh, 20s, because only in my 20s did I ever participate in mosh pit activities. Other than <laughs> that, I usually stand in the furthest, like the furthest away from the stage and just watch the show. And like, and I'm usually just kind of hanging out. I remember one time, um, me and a friend of mine, he was actually a former bandmate of mine. Um, he, we went to a Cannibal Corpse concert and he was frying on um, acid. And <laughs> we were like standing in there and I, I was sober, just dead sober. And I'm like sitting there kind of enjoying the same show he's enjoying. But I can only imagine what he was seeing, considering he was frying, like he was frying balls. And he's like standing <laughs> there. And during the show, um, this is like Corpse Grander Fisher era, um, Cannibal Corpse. He picks up a guy who jumps up on stage and lawn darts him right off of the stage. And he goes face first. And this was at the old Satyricon. And, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> and yeah, you know how they used to have that big center pole? kind of in the middle yes. of the floor. He lawn, he lawn darted this dude right into the pole, busted his oh, face fuck. open. And and oh. the, the show just kept going. And uh, I think the that same year, we also saw Six Feet Under there. And Chris Barnes uppercutted a dude holding the mic right off the stage. And it's like, the, there's no fucking joke at all. But even after seeing all that, you know, you leave the show and you're like, like I'm still I'm still wanting to see more. I just want to see more. I want to see more. And uh, but but even after all that, you know, you're like you're kind of enjoying just the 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 in general ambiance of the room. Everybody going ape shit. <laughs> even if you're not going crazy, you know, you're just you're just standing there watching everything. You're just thinking. Wow. Everyone's like head banging and sweating and yeah. like they're just whether they're drunk or not. You know, people are just totally getting into it and. And that makes me think, too, I feel like a lot, not always, but a lot of the times we take that for granted and people just think that that we're crazy or, you know, like there's better activities or what have you. You know, I'm sure everyone's heard all different kinds of things, but I think that's actually yoga. And it, it sounds silly, but like, you know, yoga is not necessarily a fucking yoga room, a yoga studio, like. Yoga can be at home. It can be you fucking going to the grocery store, like whatever. Yeah. I think it's just being in the moment and enjoying things as they are. And of course, you don't have to use yoga, however you want to describe yoga, as necessarily a tool to get there. What's nice is it just makes you more mindful of what you are doing. Mm -hmm. So even if you are fully into it, you're digging the music, you're shouting, you're enjoying yourself, that is yoga right there you are enjoying yourself and you are fully enthralled by it and you are living in the moment and that right there with connecting to other people doing the same thing that's the quintessential like meaning behind yoga yoga just means union it means coming together whether that means in your own body mind and body or everyone together and everything starts in a physical route you know you know that you're going to get sick because you Sometimes we'll start seeing it. Your nose is going to start to run yeah, or yeah. 
like you, you start to break out in pimples because you're all stressed out, you know, and you start to notice these physical things. And then it makes you notice the more internal, more like mind oriented kind of things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sorry, I just totally ran on a whole tangent with that one. But <laughs> <laughs> That's OK. It's um, it's paybacks for all the music or for all the band talk there <laughs> or concert <laughs> talk. Um, so uh, in closing, where can people find you um, online? So I have a couple different avenues. My main site is uh, Uh You can easily search it by going into Google. I believe, I don't know if you have to be in Portland for the Google results to show up like what I'm saying, but uh, I've been able just to type in metal yoga into Google and I'm up on the first page. I might actually, I believe I'm the first or second person that pops up. Um, I'm Stephanie. There are a few other people in Portland that do a variation of metal yoga, um, but everyone is very different in what they offer. Um, I've, I've met a few people that actually also have gone to some metal yoga. Um, and there's, there's two other ladies who also do metal yoga, but I'm Stephanie. And I have Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, I actually prefer people just to find me on my personal profile on Facebook. Um, because then you're going to see a lot more of my information, but I have a page on both Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook that are all metal yoga with Steph or metal yoga with Stephanie. I try to keep it pretty simple, so it should be pretty easy to find. Very cool. And, um, and throughout the month of November, um, do you have any uh, special events coming up? Uh, for November, I have my, my normal Friday sessions, um, that may be switched to Sundays. I'm in discussion right now about switching the time. Um, but in which case keeping up with the site or my social media handles will, um, let you know about those changes. That's a good place to find out. Um, I do post quite often. Um, the other events that I have going, I'll be at the Headbangers Con which is the metal festival that's going to be happening, I believe, November 9th, 10th, and 11th. 10 and 11 being the main conference days. Okay. Uh, I'll be having a booth there. I'll have sir, I'll be offering my services and um, asking, answering questions. Anyone that just is curious, just wants to know what it is, is unsure. Um, I'm an open book. I am totally welcome to answer all those questions. And uh, outside of that, I'm hoping for a shirt too, by the way, I have someone drawing up that draws horror movie and horror band, uh, kind of art. And he's be doing a special one for metal yoga. And then I'll be having an event. Um, I'll be vending at the Arebus bar in Washington. I believe it's Kelso. I can't remember the location. Kelso is closer to Portland, I believe. So it'll be a hit. It's either Kelso or Kent. I think it's Kelso. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be at, it, it'll be at the Arebus Bar um, November 24th. And they are having kind of like an oddity sort of uh, event where everyone will be vending their different um, metal-themed, gothic, interesting um, type of products and services. And I will also be there offering my metal yoga uniqueness Um I'm hoping for some more things down the road, but as for November, those are the main things I have. Um, and of course, all that information I'll be posting as I know more on my social media. 
And my email is a good place as well. If anyone has any questions, it's uh, capital S, lowercase N-E-W-K-I-R-K, 87 at Gmail. Like I said, I'm an open book. Rock and roll. We'll have a lot of those uh, links available on the post as well as um, in, on, available on our website here pretty soon. So, uh, Stephanie, we thank you so much for being on our show. And um, we'll have to tune in for um, more of this next week because next week I'm going to be putting myself through the grinder. That is correct. I'm going to be attending one of these classes myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be a guinea pig we are gonna be a <laughs> guinea pig um and it'll be fun we'll actually be throwing that up on on, uh, on our vimeo page for, uh, for those who are interested in uh, checking that out and which would be rottencorpseradio.com forward slash videos and stephanie thank you so much for being on our show this week thank you for having me i hope to do it again all right this has been Rotten Corpse Radio.